do you want to do you want to do the intro? I don't know. It feels so weird right now. You want me to do it? Yeah. I'll do it. Hey guys. Oh my <laughs> what God. if I do this intro like a YouTuber? Hey, what's up, you guys? Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, uh, Gracie, back at you with you again today with another Dark Web unboxing video. Okay? <laughs> I love those. <laughs> today, we got a, a box from the Dark Web. Blah, blah. What if I was J Station? What if this entire oh. time I was J Station? I would leave. You would leave? Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Pull out, like, a gay potion. <laughs> <laughs> Please get that reference. No. <laughs> He did one video where he bought a gay potion off the dark web, and he gives it to his friend, who's basically like a carbon copy of him, and uh, tries to make out with him. Oh, hi. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I need to burp. So actually, hello, y'all. What's hello. up? How are y'all doing? Uh, it's Gracie and... Amanda. Back at you again. I feel like I always say that, almost ironically, but also I don't know what else to say. But uh, We're here. We are... Here. <laughs> we are we are here and we are here. <laughs> I like the one where it's like we are here, we are queer, and we're not going anywhere. <laughs> it makes me giggle. We're but here, we have a disturbing case. I have a very disturbing case for you. And we are going to hell. Yay! Yeah. So this is episode twenty five, um, and I'm going to explain some of the trigger warnings, but if any, if at any time your trigger warnings, like, you, you don't want to listen to the rest of it, or any point in the episode where you're like, nah, this is too much, there are 24 amazing episodes that you can listen to that also have trigger warnings, so that way you know ahead of time, hey, you know, you know what's I'm so proud of you. you that was really good. I tried. That was really good. Um, I wanted to give a quick warning to everyone. I, so, every week we switch off, like, who does the cases. Yeah. I am more likely to do darker cases because I like the darker ones. Yeah. I just think it's fun. And um, I just really like cannibals. Mm. Which is weird because technically mm. they are dark, but like they're cannibals. Like I don't think that they're that bad. Wait, okay, so. Whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I do, I do think cannibals are bad. <laughs> I just, there's, I guess I'm like become really, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna take that out. I feel like I've become really desensitized to stuff. Yeah. So, like, you may be like, oh, this is super dark. And then I'd be like, oh. No, I don't think that you would think it's dark. Oh, I'm no. Just, I'm like, like, in general. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, I think I've become really desensitized. Because, like, in my photojournalism class and my convergence reporting class, I have the same professor. His name is Mr. Anderson. I don't think he's going to listen to this, but if he is, sup, dog. Okay. Um, but <laughs> but uh, I told him once that I fuck with cannibals. And he's told other people that, and he's like, and they're always like, what? And he's like, ah, it's fine. Uh, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Because I do, I think cannibals are so interesting. Like, the consensual cannibal, the cannibal cop, that's two of my favorite stories. I'm just, I'm just giving a warning, because it's oh, taking, yeah, no, this I case know. is, like, so dark, and it's not really dark, it's intense. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Should we just jump right into it? This is gonna be the shortest yeah. intro ever, it's only six minutes long. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I know. Um, so trigger warnings for this episode, there's abuse, murder, mutilation, and the biggest one of all, there are, there are child victims, so if that makes you very uncomfortable, I would immediately stop this episode. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's intense. So, um, this is the case of Jesse Pomeroy, Pomeroy? Pomeroy, Pomodora. Let's call him, let's call him Pomodora. Who was, what? Pomodora. What is that? Isn't that a fruit? I don't know. Pomegranate. No, not the amount of pom- <laughs> pomegranates. <laughs> Pomodoro. 
Hi, welcome to our podcast. Oh, Pomodoro. Where we things. Pomodoro is a woman's hairstyle in which the hair is turned back. Pompadour. No, I'm going Pomodoro. What the fuck is a Pomodoro? Oh, it's a tomato. <laughs> it's a type of tomato sauce. It's like baked tomato sauce. Hmm. So. Pomodoro. Let's call him that. Tomato sauce boy. You can call him that. I will. Tomato sauce man. I've, I've never heard of that word before. Tomato sauce man. So, Jesse Pomeroy, a.k.a. The Boy Fiend, was born November 29th. 1859 and was raised in Boston, Massachusetts. The Pomeroy's were not a happy family. Charles, so he was, his dad is Charles and his mom is Ruth, I think. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, continue. I sent her really ugly photos talking about how Sonic was taking forever and then immediately once I sent it, the line moved up, so I sent her another follow-up saying, oh, just kidding. Yeah. And they're both really bad, so she decided to replay them no, and show them to me. She's really nice, though. I know you, like, just started your story, but I just want to say... If I sound different right now, I'm very sick. Um, so Amanda was super duper sweet and stopped and got me a Sonic drink. Because you told me to. Because I told her to, and because my throat really hurts, and I needed something to cool it down. It was either this or ice cream, but I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> so, even though we just ate a bunch of cheese. Um, anyways, okay, sorry, continue. Just a straight block of cheese. Just, <laughs> my ex used to do that. Ew. He would be hanging out in his room, and he'd just fucking bring up a block of cheese. For Christmas, he wanted two blocks of cheese. The Pomeroy's were not a happy family. Charles, his father, drank and had a mean temper. He once used a horse whip on Jesse. Sorry, wait. Jesse also had a brother who was like a year older, I think. So he drank and had a mean temper. Um, He once used a horse whip on young Jesse when the boy played truant. And then it just stopped. What's truant? I don't know. I don't know what happened. Truant. I didn't get that. Could you try again? Truant. I didn't get that. Could you try again? What is truant? Here's what I found. And attend- oh, it's Anastasia's absence from school. Ah. Did you like how that took me way too long? Welcome to the podcast where we Google, Google things. <laughs> it's like the sideshow. Yeah. But we already have the here's what to do murderer segment. True. <laughs> True. Um, so whenever uh, Jesse and his brother would uh, either skip school or do anything that would like piss off their dad, he would take them behind their uh, outhouse and beat them with a horse whip and like anything that he could find. Mm. It usually like ended in bloodshed. Um, Charles Pomeroy would strip his children naked before a beating somehow. So they think that, I hate how this is written, freak. Um, so he would strip his children naked before beating, and that's why they think that Jesse forged a link between sexual satisfaction, pain, and punishment. And we'll see that later mm, on. Okay. Because uh, it gets, I don't know. It gets, mm. Oh, that did not sound good. Um, Jesse would later recreate his father's abuse on his young victims. The Pomeroy family was unable to keep pets in the house because strange, violent things seemed to happen when no one was looking. Oh, okay, that was him. I think they killed... Yes. Yeah, so... Oh, okay, so the kid did it. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Uh, I think, like, a cat went missing. Um, they had... There was, like, birds that, like, their heads were, were, like, taken off. Like, it was bad. Ooh. So, like, there was a thing about the mom saying that, like, yeah, 
we don't, I don't want, she, like, really wanted, like, turtle dogs or something, and she, like, was so afraid to have them in the house that she never got them. Lord, it sucks it is. So that's basically all of the backstory that I really have about him uh, before he was 11 years old. And this is also in 1860. So I think that's, I mean, I, I thought that there had to be some type of, you know, abuse as a, as a child. Because yeah. like, I read, I read what he did before I read his background. Yeah. So, so. So it kind of. It makes sense. It does it, so it shows insight? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, and also his father later died sometime before he was 11. Okay. So I don't really know how or when or whatever, but he did die at some point. Um, so he, so uh, Jesse's story begins between the winter and fall of 1871 when he was around 11 years old. And Pomeroy trapped and attacked seven other younger boys. He'd take them to a hidden spot where he would strip them and tie them up. At some point he progressed to using a knife and poked pins into his victims. Ooh, how do you like... know about that? Like, where? Where did he poke them? Yeah. So, um, a lot of the stuff, there was one where, like, he tried to stab him, like, underneath the armpit and, like, put, like in the back. Okay. But he would, like, poke. Like, he would draw blood, but it wasn't just, like, full-on stabbing. Okay. There was one victim who said that, like, he wanted to, like, put a pin in his eye, but he, like, rolled over and didn't let him do it. Good! <laughs> well, I mean... What? <laughs> Was just supposed to be like, oh, okay, sure. He had a couple victims, so he had he um. I hate to say this, he like fucked up a couple victims because I don't really know how, because they couldn't keep track at first because it's eighteen seventy. Yeah. Um, and a lot of victims like they were getting tied up and left out in the cold, completely naked and beaten, and they you some a lot of them were too beaten to like give a description. So, eventually, uh, since he was acting up, his mom moved him to, like, South Boston. And then that's when the, the, the seven boys were taken. Okay. Um, so, Pomeroy was easily identified since he had a hair lip and one completely white eye. Pardon? <laughs> you didn't decide to tell me that sooner? <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know the dude we're talking about? He has one completely white eyeball. I was trying to save that to the part. I was trying to save it because, like, that was those seven boys were the ones that were able to identify him. Okay, okay, okay. I see. I Jesus. See. They were. <laughs> Jesus. He was easily identified because he had a hair lip and one completely white eye, and some say he had a form of mental retardation, which I have in my notes. This does not mean. That anyone with a mental infliction, I don't know if I use that word right, is violent or aggressive. Hell yeah. I think, Take it a page out of my book. I think it's something to consider as far as, like, how he copes with being abused and yeah. how he copes with his aggressive behavior. It is definitely a nurture versus nature situation. That is the biggest thing that I that I saw online talking yeah. about his case. Yeah. What's a hair lip? Is that, like, when your lip, like, goes like that? Oh, okay. About? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I mean, I don't know. Should is this a show where we Google <laughs> things? Should I Google it? I mean, you can. I think I know. I don't know how to explain it. Hair lip. Hey guys, go Google it real quick. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's like a cleft lip. That yeah. Yeah, it's a cleft lip. Yeah. Okay. Does it bother you? It's very rare. Um, that's why I move my pillow. <laughs> no, it's okay. You're good. So if this pillow's moved, as long as you don't touch this pillow over here, I don't Which care. Which pillow? Just this one. 
like it's my like thighs are like cramping up. You can touch these pillows all you fucking want with your feet. I'm just a weird. I'm just weird about feet. I think that's just a me thing. Though. I'll put it in your face. Thank you. Um. So. So we had a, a hair lip slash cleft lip, a white one white eye, and some form of like mental retardation. Mm-hmm. His mother blamed that, or sorry, she claimed that he had a cataract. Cataract. As a reaction to a smallpox vaccine. But others claim that it was a viral infection that he had as a baby that left him blind in the eye. She was an anti-vax mom? Apparently. Mm, unfortunate. <laughs> for her or for him? Well, both. <laughs> um, regardless, the absence of an iris and pupil gave the poor boy an evil aura, even before his acts became public. After being caught, he was sent to a reform school and was supposed to be there until he was 21. Mm. And I don't know why I didn't make it in, but there was... There were several uh, statements that were like, he's, the moment I saw him, he was evil. I didn't want to talk to him. Like, a lot of people said that Damn. he looked evil. As an 11-year-old kid, like. It's probably the eye. Yeah, yeah, no, like, it was the eye. It's kind of like whenever you see, like, a black cat, and you're like. I love them. Oh, yeah, no, I love black cats. I want a black cat. I'm talking cat. about, like, the gin pop. Oh, yeah. 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 The weirdos. I want a black cat, too, but I get, I get him confused with Dennis. My roommate has a black cat named Dennis. 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 I love Jasper. So, um, because he was easily... Identifiable? Identified. Thank you. Boom. Since he was e- easily identified, he was caught and he was sent to a reform school. He was supposed to be there until he was 21. Why wasn't he? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. Oh, well. I was, gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say, so he went there when he was 11. Okay. He was supposed to stay there for about 10 years. Okay. Instead of... Why is it nine years? What's math? It's supposed to be, if he's 11, they're told 21. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 10 years. Okay, well, instead of serving his sentence, Pomeroy was let go after just two years. No! A year and a half to two years. Why do they do that? He was also 11. So he was 13. And it was 18 I just, I don't 70. get, if someone's supposed to be put away for a certain amount of time for something big, especially because he wasn't sent to, like, prison, well, to a reform school. Well, here's the thing. While serving his term, he stayed on his best, beha- best behavior and led the ward officers into thinking that he was indeed reformed. He understood very well what he had to do to get out of there as soon as possible, and he made sure he stuck to his plan. Mm. Um, this is a great example of how the the idea of revolving door imprisonment has been around a lot longer than people believe. Revolving door imprisonment. Are they bonkers? Do you know what that is? No. So the re- revolving door theory or whatever, I don't think it's a theory, I think it's actually a thing, is um, the way that our punishment system, I don't want to say prison system, but like the way that we handle um, people who commit crimes we're not really helping them. We just kind of create this revolving door where they get in, do their time, go out, eventually come back in, do their time. Whatever. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, this is an example of how he just went in, did his time, quote unquote, and then left. And then it, he got worse. He's yeah. getting worse. Yeah. So this is, another, like I'm saying this trigger warning again because it gets really, really intense. Um... Especially when it has to do with um, the death of children. Yeah. So if that makes you uncomfortable, there are 24 amazing episodes that don't involve killing kids. Uh, three well, of them do. Some of them do. But, <coughs> I do 
try to space out all the killing kids and stuff. Yeah. So I was talking to Gracie about what case I want to do because I told her I wanted to do killer kids. Yeah. At I try what I meant was like I wanted to choose a case where the, a kid killed people, mm-hmm. and she thought that I meant dead kids. Yeah. Which is not what I was. Which going isn't for. like. And of course, I'm not like we can't talk about it because it's important to talk about cases yeah. like this so that we can raise awareness for domestic violence on children, um, and sexual violence on children. But like at the same time, it is kind of hard to stomach. Mm-hmm. I know for me personally, like, I was recording, did you ever hear my Werewolf of Wisteria video? Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically it was this dude, um, his name's like, uh, Albert Fish, or Finch or something, of a, I called him Pee-wee because he sucked. <laughs> um, and so basically he would, like, mutilate and, uh, torture children. Oh because he thought that God was talking to him to do so, and he did it in very, like, horrific ways, um, so, like... We, I talked about that, and then it was, but, like, it was, like, a long story, because he did it, like, a lot. Yeah. And at the end of it, I had to, like, take, like, a 20-minute break. I didn't talk about it at the time, because, um, I was t- under the age, but, um, after I recorded that episode, I paused it, and I went into my friend's room, and I drank, like, <laughs> like, a t- like, a full beer. I, like, chugged it, and I was like, okay, let's go. <coughs> I just kind of found it, and I thought that he was, this, this case, this person is very interesting. Yeah. Um, but I think that the most important thing about him is, like, the way they handled his punishment. Yeah. Even though it was 1870, but it's so important to talk about. Um, so, so he spent about a year and a half, two years. (coughs) Good baby. Yeah. That was a wet one. (laughs) Um, so he was released after, you know, a year and a half, two years of being in the reform school. Um. He was far from being rehabilitated. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually, when, when he left, he, he actually wanted to take it a step further. And he okay. had a much more homicidal way about him. Oh, cool. Love that. Yeah, we love that. So basically, he went to jail for torturing people. And then he came out and he was like, I should murder yeah. instead. Yeah. Can't get in trouble for that. Because he, cause the reason he was caught is because people identified him. So if he killed his victims, they didn't, they could identify That him. makes much more sense. I was just thinking he was stupid. We'll get to that. Clown on him. So in March of 1874, 10-year-old Mary Curran, Mary Curran disappeared. Her body was found mutilated and savagely beaten. Oof. We'll talk more about where her body was found later, yeah. but just keep that in mind that her body was found. Okay. Um, but I don't think they... So she was, she disappeared. Yes. I shouldn't have put that in. Sorry. At this point in time, her body disappeared. Okay. Um, a month later, four-year-old, four-year-old Horace Mullen was taken by Pomeroy to Marshland outside of town, uh, where the child was slashed repeatedly, mm-hmm. and police found the body with the head almost decapitated the next day. Oof. So. It's like the Texarkana case. I just, okay, this sounds so bad. It just reminds me of SVU. Yeah, I mean, SVU, all of the cases are based off of, like, not based, but, like, loosely based off of other cases. Well, there was this, there was this little boy who, who was found dead, and it basically, spoiler alert, out of their one of a thousand episodes, because they're amazing, Mm -hmm. um, these two girls were, like, messing with him and bullying him. And they kind of, like, accidentally killed him, but, like, not really. Like, the girl just kind of, like, w- wanted to 
she just was got, got aggressive yeah. and was making fun of him for a lot of stuff. But they blamed it on a mentally retarded kid mm. in their school. And they, like, sexually assaulted him and, like, made him... Yeah, it was... it. That was a rough episode, but it's a good episode. Yeah, no. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... So police began investigating the murder and quickly saw Pomeroy as a potential suspect. When they approached the young boy to... I don't know if they approached him to arrest him or to question him, but they found him carrying a bloodstained knife... And they also noticed that his shoes were covered in mud and his footprints matched those of the, at the murder scene. When they asked him if he killed the boy, uh, when they, if he killed Horace, the four-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, lost my place. When they asked him if he killed him, Jesse just replied, I suppose I did. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, the four- Mm-hmm. So he's crazy. We already knew that, but and well, I mean, a lot of it is attributed to his his mental capacity. Yeah. What? I missed a quiz. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> it was so casual. <laughs> Each time I miss a quiz, I freak out. It happens very often. It's because that class is super easy, so I'm fine. Okay. Uh, and so. Hmm. So when Pomeroy's mother moved out of her house after he was arrested and after all this was going down, the owners of the house decided to renovate that house, including like the basement and stuff. So they found, when once they were taking out like the basement floorboards and stuff, they found the decomposing remains of Mary Curran underneath the floor. The girl that was missing. Yes. Okay. And after that, he, uh, Pomeroy, like, immediately confessed to it. As if that wasn't enough for the police, Pomeroy then confessed to the murder of 27 other victims. Holy fuck! How old was he? 13? He was technically 14. Oh my god! When he was arrested for the two murders. For the two murders. That's when he was arrested. Yeah. When officers began to dig around the home where he grew up, they discovered the remains of 12 other bodies. Holy shit. So that's 14 bodies that they found. So that's 14 confirmed, 27 uh, confessed. Holy shit, how'd he kill them? So he's very sadistic, even as, who knows when, like, the first time he killed? Mm-hmm. Because if it can't be those those two kids, because when he was caught, they found all their bodies. Yeah. Um, there's not that much information about the other people. Like, I never found any other names. Because it was the 1800s. Because it was the 1800s. Uh, but, like, some examples of what he did to other people that survived. He, he was very into tying them up. Beating them, slashing them. Basically, uh, doing the same thing that his father did to him and his brother. So but mostly was, him. So he was trying to gain back that control that he felt like yeah. his father taking away from he, him. He also would make them recite like very obscene things, like cuss words or like things from the Bible. Ah, obscene. What? Ah, obscene. Uh, you said uh, Bible. Well, like he made them cuss and stuff, which is like he was like eleven, so of course like. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I think that the, that. I truly think that his father, alongside drinking and who knows what his father went through in his life, like people yeah. go through things, but I think his father hated his son for being mentally challenged and yeah. having a de- having two different deformities. Yeah. And I think he just, you know, is a shitty person. Whenever I said that it was the 1800s, 
I suddenly got stuck in my head, and I've been thinking about this silently in my brain for the entire time you were talking about that. Um, ye olden days. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know why. We need a little bit of a light-hearted something. Light-hearted. Um, it's, it's... Ye olden murders. Oh. We're gonna need that because what I'm about to say next is a little romantic. Let's do it. What is it? So, there was a couple times, so he, he connected this, his sexual, um, he made it sexual over time. And, like, at one point he was trying to, like, cut off, like, a boy's penis, and I don't think he, he, like, couldn't do it, so he, like, stopped and, like, ran away. And threatened to kill the boy if he said anything, and just, like, ran away. So he was half castrated. Well, he never actually did it, he never tried. Oh, okay. Or he did, but, like, he never, like, made contact. And there were very often times where he would, like, bring himself to orgasm during these, like, beatings and stuff. Yeah. Icky. Yeah, it's, it's really icky. Ye old icky. Yeah, it's really That's icky. That's icky. I'm wondering if, like, all, at least 14 murders happened after getting out of reform school when he was 14. I, I think, from what I know about him now, I think that maybe one happened before. He went in just because I think one happened before. Mm. I don't know why. I just got a gut feeling. Mm. Me and this murderer are connected. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Back in that sentence. Ugh. Hey. So with no real defense, Jesse Palmer was found guilty of the two original murders, which was, I think it was Mary and, uh, I don't want to say. And the little boy. In with Horace. an H, Horts. Huh? I said, like, it doesn't start with an H, and then you said Horace, Horace and I said yeah. Horts. <laughs> well, I was trying to say Horton, but that's Horton. not his name. Horton. Horton, he was, he was a Horace, so he was found guilty of the two original murders, and despite his age, he was sentenced to death. Pomeroy was the youngest person convicted of the crime of murder in the first degree in the history of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Oh, was it Massachusetts? Yeah, Boston. Damn. Wait, what's, hap- what's happening in the 1800s in Boston? Uh, apparently a death. <laughs> <laughs> Murder! Um, I know that uh, feedlots and livestock are not there yet. Well, no, they are. But, like, Boston became a really big place for feedlots. And, um, it was 1800s. This was 1870. 1870. To be more. Was that the good old days? Was that, like, a Gilded Age? Because I'm in that class right now, so I feel like I should know that. Wait, no, that's the 1700s, was the Gilded Age. Yeah. Okay. This is, like, right as the Industrial Revolution was making its way. Boston is also a city, so it was one of the first. And it's also okay, in the okay. north, so it's oh, also okay. one of the more industrialized places. But it's also 1870, so it's, like, not there yet. Yeah. But it's getting there. Okay, I get that. All right. What I say, um, I get that. Me too, honestly. I, too, about to be entered into the Industrial Age as a bustling city. It's a bustling city. Oh my god. Um, so luckily the state realized that the the death sentence was a little harsh for a fourteen year old re- retarded boy. Eh. So they, <laughs> I hate you. Eh. So they commuted it to life in prison with the added penalty of being kept in solitary confinement for the rest of his existence. <laughs> I wish I could see her face right now. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he was actually supposed to be hung. That's what his sentence was, and then they were like, nah, it's, he can't. He'll do that. be kept in a box. 
Yeah, alone. Let's fucking throw him in, put it like a fucking spider in a jar. Let's just like throw him in the closet. Damn. Which is just it's that's I don't that's cruel and unusual punishment. Oh yeah. Even even if he did mutilate and murder children. Because at the same time he is also a child murderer. In both senses. But that that's, just shows goes to show that they have no intention of rehabilitating him. Mm-mm. Which I don't know if that was really the goal back then. Can you rehabilitate murderers though? Here's the thing. I don't know. Yeah. That's one of the things. I have not done enough research personally. Yeah. I also believe that, um <coughs> Thank you. Give it a high five. I also believe that um there's a difference between someone with a mental illness and someone who just like um, made a murder someone because they slept with their wife or something yeah. like that. I mean, that's, it's it varies case by case, and it's very hard to d- determine if someone's eligible for that or if they actually want to rehabilitate. But yeah, in this case, he was still a child, and I think that there is a chance that they could help him in some way, and they just didn't. They couldn't. Yes, he went to reform school, but he also went for a year and a half. Yeah, which is. He's no Redonk. good. Yeah. So, after 41 years in solitary confinement and countless suicide attempts, common sense prevailed and Jesse was moved to an asylum. There, he was finally allowed to see other prisoners, although he had little to no social skills due to being in solitary confinement for 41 years. And he was actually put in a solitary confinement at the age of 16. On top of being mentally challenged. Oof. So, it's assumed that, you know, with the little social interaction that he had was most likely far from normal. And he eventually died at the asylum uh, in 1932 at the ripe old age of 72. That's a miserable life. That's horrifying. It's the opposite of it's a wonderful life. So. (laughs) (laughs) I said a what? (laughs) Okay. Oh, man. It's hard being this funny. So, kind of, I, this isn't fun, I get, well, I think, I think we can make it funny. Let's make it funny, let's do it. So, an interesting sidebar to all of this is that during Pomeroy's trial in 1872, moralists tried to use, tried using the young multiple murderer as an example of declining moral standards that they felt were prevalent at the time. Hmm. They particularly, particularly blamed the popular dime novels of the day. I, I, I did not look up what dime novels Dime was. novels were the novels you were able to buy really cheaply. Typically they were kind of raunchy. Oh, okay. So they, they blamed the dime novels with their garish stories of blood and immoral lifestyle much in the same way that evangelists, evangelists and preachers tried to use music and the media as an excuse for youth rebellion today. Interesting. So it's always been a thing of old people trying to take away the youth's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it's always ye old people. Ye old people. Ye <laughs> uh, <coughs> I just gathered it after me start coughing. However, for the evangelists I don't know if I'm saying that word right. Evangelists? Evangelists? Yeah. However, for the evangelists in the Boston area, their ideas of Pomeroy's vicious crimes were quickly thrown out the window when Pomeroy said that he never read any of the dime novels. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Which kind of threw out his own defense. Yeah. But... <laughs> he could have been like, yeah, I read I read those novels. Yeah, they made me... Slenderman made me do it. Slenderman made me do it. <laughs> y'all need to watch that. It's so good. It was so... I don't know. It's, if y'all like the psych, like going into psychosis and all that stuff, like it's... it's, it's I don't know if it was, it was I crazy. No, it was crazy. It was a crazy... Crazy. Oh, it was crazy. Oh, man, it was crazy. 
<laughs> it's like getting more and more intense. And like, that's the story of uh, Jesse Pomeroy and his sad, terrible, terrible life. life. He he sounds like a dick. You know what? A part of me is I don't feel bad for people that kill other people, especially oh, yeah. people that kill children. It is kind of different though because he technically like he's not a typical child murderer because he was himself a child and never did all this. But at the same time, it's kind of like you have to wonder if he didn't have his mental handicaps or if he didn't have an abusive father, what he could have been. Yeah. And that's always my issue with children killers. Because, like, uh, Brenda Spencer, the first ever school shooter who was 17 whenever she did it, mm. it's like you wonder what happened, what would happen if she had a normal upbringing. Like, what could she have done instead? Yeah. You know? It's always just so... It's like, I like these cases because it's, like, just something to think about. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel bad that he had to spend 41 years oh, in a yeah, box. Yeah, that's, that's rough. That's beyond rough. Like, anyone, no matter who, would be, just would want to die. Because sa- solitary confinement, it's... It causes, like, it's studies that... It causes terrible, like, unreversible damage to your, to you as a human being after two weeks. Yeah. Honestly, we know it's one week. Probably. Yeah, it's one week. Throwback to SVU. Uh, um, uh, I don't know why I made that noise. Uh, so one of the detectives, on his case, someone had spent years in solitary confinement, and then eventually, like, they had, beca- they, they claimed innocence, and they were innocent, but after they left, you know, they had a lot of problems and whatever. Because they were in solitary confinement. Yeah, so he, the detective was like, hey, put me in there for a week. Or no, put me in there for three days. Yeah. And, like, I want to know, like, I want to, I want to know how he felt, and I want to prove him wrong. And he ended up going, basically going in temporarily insane. <laughs> They let him out, and he was like, you left me in here for a month. Like, why did you leave me? Like, it's been three days. And, like, it just kind of highlighted. Because yeah. time, dog. Because whenever you're in there, time. I have so many bruises. Because you can't, there's no lighter, dark. There's no yeah, lighter, there's, dark. There's, there's no lighter, dark. <laughs> there's nothing that can tell you what time it is. There's nothing that can let you know that you're even fucking alive. Like, that'd be so, like, that make you, like, forget that you're even a human being. Yeah. I should go into solitary <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great it'd, it'd be great be so just not be me every once in a while I'll think about like what if I just get kidnapped and put into a room with like a random person that I know but I'm not friends with how would we react like what would happen and I think about that way too often and I really shouldn't me too honestly I think about like mm-hmm. what I would do if I was kidnapped with someone else I feel like you probably like you'd have to make friends with the person cause like yeah. trauma bonding's a real thing yeah um and then you guys just gotta fucking survive. Yeah. So, do you have any questions? How are you? <laughs> How are you after telling that story? I, I, I'm just fascinated by it. On one hand, I just, I, I would feel bad if anyone, like, feels like this is too much. And, like, yeah. please tell us. Like, that's why we have a... Twitter. Whoa, what's our Twitter, Amanda? Oh, it's at Up at Night Cast. Amazing. Cast stands for podcast. Amazing, as we now know. Like, please share your thoughts and opinions on uh on Twitter and on Apple Podcasts. Yes, I I obsessively read the reviews on Apple Podcasts now, even though we don't. We only have one, but like I still read them all the time. Like I still always check, you yeah. know. We want to know your feedback if you think that we can improve in some areas or think that, like, we should do this instead of that. Like, please tell us. Like, we want to know. We want to get better. We do. And, yeah. So, 
I want to get better. Mm. Good part. What was I about to look up? I don't know. Apple Podcasts? Oh, yeah. I wanted to look and see if they had any more. Ooh, a live reading. Yes. Um, nope. Still just one. Okay. Well, shout out to that one. Yes, yeah, shout out to Dakota. I assume it's Dakota. It's Dak Dak. Um, even if you don't want to leave, like, an actual review, you can always leave, like, hopefully five stars, but <laughs> you can leave us, like, a starred rating, that way no one knows, like... I think we went down to a 4.4, 4, wait. It was 4.5. 4. Yeah, 4.5, sorry, I thought we had another 4 rating, okay. Yeah. It's better than 4.4, 4, so I'm fine. Yeah, honestly. Um, what's your good thing? My good thing for the week is that I finally have a dresser! Yay! I'm so happy that you have a dresser. I've been so excited. Y'all. Y'all. I've been living on the boxes, but now not only do I have a dresser, I have my TV, my PS4 set up so now I can watch TV and and play video games, which I've been doing a lot of. (laughs) Uh, But it's been good. I'm getting over my cold, too, so that's also a good thing. Are you, though? No. It was really, really funny. I was at the doctor earlier. And it's not really, really funny, but it's funny. I was at the doctor earlier, and I was talking to the doctor, and he was like, yeah, you just gotta do this and this, and he was like, just make sure you take a bunch of vitamin C, and you'll be better, ready in a few days, but that means no vodka, and I was joking around, and I was like, ah, bummer, and he was like, you can have a little bit of vodka, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, thanks, man. I love him. Yeah, he's, or her. It's a him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a sweet dude. He told me that my um, cough sounded like they had some weight behind them, <laughs> and I was like, thank you? <laughs> <laughs> the very hearty cough. I've been, I've been, they've been lifting weights. Yeah, I've been <laughs> working out. Oh, never mind. <laughs> you know, you know say, that vomit whenever you work out? I was gonna say you've been working out your throat. What? Yikes! My mail opened up. That's not what they meant. I just wanted to steal your information. Duh, dude. If you want to steal my fucking mail, you can do it. I get way too much mail. <laughs> it's still going. Is it still recording? Yeah, it's always. What's your good thing? It's kind of really selfish. Do it. Um, You're allowed to be selfish sometimes. Sometimes. So, I had a really stressful weekend, and my sister and I both had a very stressful weekend. So, we were kind of like, I don't know, I don't want to like say everything because it's just there's no need to. But basically, we we volunteer, and we have like a team. And we just felt very unsupported and very unappreciated, sorry. And my sister and I both kind of decided, like, hey, let's not just throw it all out there and make matters worse. Let's think about how we feel so that we don't get mad at someone for something that we can't control. Yeah. And I ended up talking to someone about it because I personally knew what I wanted to say. My sister needed more time to process. And talking to her, I realized... That I'm way more of an adult than the 30-something-year-olds that are on our team. You are an adult. Like, it's insane. Like, I don't know if y'all know this, but I am, in fact, 20 years old. Yeah. Technically, by law, I am an adult, but, like, there's a lot of things that determine, you know, what being an adult is, quote-unquote. Yeah. And making decisions for yourself and knowing how to talk to people is one of them. And, like, while we were at, we had an event on Saturday that's, that's like, what caused everything. And at the event, I didn't let, even though I was angry or upset or anything, I never let any of that show. I never yelled at anyone or got pissy with anyone. Pissy. Pissy. My sister, on the other hand, 
that's another story. But I don't know. I handled it the best that I could, and I'm handling things better every single day in terms of talking to people about stuff. And yeah, I'm proud of myself. You should be. You did good. Also, um, one thing about being an adult, I'm 21. I'm still not an adult. Uh, but my therapist says that, well, my old therapist said that right now we're in a stage where we're, like, baby adults, where we're learning how to become an adult. We don't fully become an adult till like, not after you graduate college, but just never, like, there's no defining moment that makes you an adult. Mm-hmm. Besides just one day you do something and you're like, oh, I'm an adult now. Yeah. Like, today I took myself to the fucking doctor's. That was terrifying. Like, not even the Quack Shack. The Quack Shack's the clinic we have on campus. I went to, like, an actual doctor's office by myself. Yeah. That was terrifying. I had to make myself a doctor's appointment. Oh, my goodness. I have to go to my gyno. What's worse, doctors or gyno? I never had to go to the gyno. Really? You're 20. They. You're supposed to get a pap smear. When you're 21 or sexually active. (laughs) So, do you want to go down that road? No, I do not want to go down that road. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, okay. I get that. Anything I mean, I think that's it. I feel like, damn, this is a short-ass episode. I tried. I tried. Thank you. I found I found a lot of information, like, very specific information about several things that he did. But I was like, we're already getting, like, really deep into what he's doing to these people. Like, yeah. It's whatever. I mean, if y'all really want to learn more about his case, go to Murderpedia, and his name is Jesse Pomeroy. I think the way Murderpedia is set up, they have different, like, yeah, sources. Yeah, no, Murderpedia is my baby. I love Murderpedia. Like, three or four sources down, there's, like, a really long one, and that has, like, very specific information. Because at first, like, I didn't think I was going to have anything until I found that source, and I, like, kind of filled in the gaps and stuff like that. Because at first, I didn't know anything about his childhood, and then I found that. Dude, I love, I love murder. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I think I'm good. Anything else you need to say? I hope y'all are doing good. How are y'all? Yeah. We want to know. Yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you guys for sticking around for 25 episodes. No one ever tweets at me. No one ever tweets at me either. I'm sad. Or us as a whole. Or us, yeah. Yeah. We're good, we're good at Twitter talk. I know, I... I'm always on my phone. Amanda, not Amanda. Whoa. Whoa. Anchor, the website, tells me we have 41 dedicated listeners every single week. And none of y'all motherfuckers are tweeting at us. What the fuck, my bros? We're here for you. Yeah. But that's not too desperate. No, I mean, I'm desperate. Okay, cool. I'm down to be desperate, too. Hey, just, and not even, like, in a mean, like, desperate, mean-spirited way. You can listen to this podcast without messaging us on Twitter. Yeah. But, like, do it. We're fun to talk to. I always reply. Yeah. And Amanda now is also, um, has control of the Twitter. Yeah, I need to get on that. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking do. Every time I'm like, every time I want to say something, I'm like, I can't say that. It doesn't make any sense. Or like, I'm like, that is, that is. Not, dude. Just tweet it. Not, dude. Just tweet it. If y'all see something that doesn't make any sense, it's me. You're welcome. I'll tell them. Don't worry. Can we just put like A or G at the bottom? Yeah, let's do that. And then whenever we post, um, like, I may start having you post on Twitter whenever the podcast episodes are out, yeah. um, because typically they come out while I'm in class, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, yeah, that could work. All right. Okay, well, that's all I got. Hope y'all have a really good weekend. It's, have fun on Leap Day. Oh, yeah. We haven't what's... seen that Leap Day in four years. What are you so doing on, Yeep, on Leap Day? On Crying? Yeep Day. Crying? What day is Leap Day? I think it's Saturday. Dude, we got a rage. 
we're already raging Friday night and probably Thursday night and maybe Wednesday night. And maybe tomorrow. Who really knows? Maybe tonight. Who really knows at this <laughs> point? This podcast coming out on Thursday, so like... Yeah, we'll be doing stuff. So if I don't reply after like 10, you'll know why. I feel like me. Will. Dude, I always drunk tweet. <laughs> One time I drunk tweeted something like... uh I was pretty drunk and I was pretty upset about something and I tweeted, the fact that my ex isn't groveling at my feet right now is really disappointing. <laughs> and then I worship the feet that I walk And then on. I woke up and um, Cody, my friends, was like, hey, you tweeted that last night. And I was like, no way. And then he's like, you delete it. And I was like, no. <laughs> One time I got really drunk and I took a Snapchat and posted on my story that was like, you didn't deserve, you don't deserve me or something. And everyone was like, who is this about? Like, what's going on? I was like, no one. I just took it. No one, but none of you deserve me. No one in specific did anything, but none of you deserve me. I still have it, too. Yes, as you should. Oh, that's the yikes. Okay, well. So, yeah, I guess we'll close it out. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed it, but I feel bad. If you didn't enjoy it, let us know on Twitter, up at Nightcast. Uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Android, uh, Radio Android. Sh- Radio Shack, Android. Whoa, what? man! I didn't even realize that um, Android Radio Shack rolled you out of my follow mouth. Follow something at <laughs> No, you can't. Uh, and then it's like Radio. I don't know. We're on most of them. If you go to Anchor, um, this is not a sponsored. Actually, yeah, it's sponsored by Anchor. This isn't like an Anchor ad though. If you go to Anchor, you can see all the places that we are published. Also, guys, they're all for free. Like, you can download all of them for free and listen to the, listen to us. Yeah. For free. Yeah, for free. For free. For free. <laughs> but please do leave us, um, follow us on all those. Leave us a, uh, I almost said recommendation. I'm losing it. A review on Apple Podcasts. I mean, if you guys have rec- recommended. Yeah, you can recommend murders. Case. Yeah, I, I like it when people DM me recommending stuff, so. Okay, ready to close this out? Yeah. You want to try and do it in sync? Yeah, ready? Okay, ready? And <laughs> we'll see you the next time we can't sleep. Bye, guys! Aw. Aww. We're so annoying. Yeah.